journey it's been it's been a whole seven days and the last time I spoke to you I was in my car in the parking lot of a laundromat drinking a sparkling wine out of a can and folks let me tell you my life has improved since then because I am currently drinking a glass of wine on a nice couch okay (laughs) so I have moved up in the world just this week only and I have a guest don't say anything until I I'm going to introduce you we didn't think of we don't need to have like a fake name or anything do we no whatever okay (laughs) so I've known I've known you for a while right like maybe like don't say anything hold on I'm not I'm not done introducing you this is someone I'm very good friends with uh we've done a lot together and that could hold on that could be anything (laughs) who knows i know her through a former uh guest of the pod uh angie um so uh, say hi just say hi hi thanks for having me on your show yeah it's my friend jillian can you hold that closer to your mouth great hello okay um so listen uh (laughs) Yes. Are you are you nervous about this? Terrified. Okay. Well, don't be. Um, right before we started, um, you said something really funny because like I because I'm drinking a glass of Chardonnay and I really don't like Chardonnay because it it like tends to have like a woody taste, you know, and it says on the bottle. It'll be like, oh, like, enjoy this oak, oak barrel. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is disgusting. And you said. I like woody. <laughs> like wood oh i like wood. that was a little better but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean it's okay it's fine yeah um we've had many a drinks together don't you think definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just we did be- today in fact oh yeah we did where did we go today? we went you to the chateau in. and we had a bloody mary yeah and uh who did we see there Oh, um, Stephen Dorff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, were you that impressed? <laughs> I'd say no. No. <laughs> he like, looked weird. He's small. Yeah. Well, everyone's small when you see them in real life. Oh, like actors? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very diminutive. Yeah. But he was kind of like... And he was knocking them back, he? too. He was? Yeah, he had about four Chardonnays while we were sitting there. Oh, he, he was having Chardonnay all <laughs> Yeah. Time. So he also, like likes woodsy things. he likes wood. I, <laughs> he likes a woody wine mm-hmm. um yeah I, but because i think the only thing i've ever really seen him in was uh blade isn't he in blade and wasn't he in Can that, uh, check on that? 
<laughs> he was in the um, Sofia Coppola film. Which one? Uh, that one where he's the father and has a daughter. No, it's in what? a hotel. I don't know. I always get people mixed up. He was. Oh wait, what? Mm-hmm. You're thinking of someone else. <laughs> No I way. do, I do get but people mixed I up all Stephen the time. Burke had a lot of like problems. I for some reason I feel like he's been arrested like eighty times, but <laughs> I don't know why I think that. Did you see the guy who was like sitting uh, at the table opposite us and like went over there to be like I'm a fan or whatever? Mm-hmm. Isn't that embarrassing? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that to anybody famous? You no, no, here. but <laughs> my yeah, but I know lots of people that would. My mother, my mother did that when she came to LA. But to whom? To Diana Ross's son. Evan Ross? Yes. He's married to He was at the bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, Pam did it first. My neighbor Pam went up to him and said, how's Ashley? Oh, my God. (laughs) I would not even recognize him. And then my mom mom was like, can I have a photo? Wow. Yeah, no, I don't. I'm I'm looking through Stephen Dorfman's. IMDb. Well, on Wikipedia. And I'm just like seeing what he was in. Oh my God. I mean, nothing. Okay. Yeah. He was in Blade. Uh, He was. Oh yeah. Deuce is Wild. I remember that movie. Cold Creek Manor. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I know. See, these are not like (laughs) big movies. Oh, Public Enemies. He was in. Mm. That's the the one where Johnny Depp played uh, John Dillinger. Did you see that? No. Wait, first, can we just explain something right away? You have an accent. So tell me <laughs> where you're from. I'm from Australia. Go on. What part? From Sydney. <laughs> Sydney. And I've been living in LA for five years. Five years. And I'm heading back on Tuesday. Well, is this the first time you lived in the States or Mm-mm. did you live here before? No, I did. Uh, I did study abroad at UMass uh, when I was... 19. Oh, okay. And then um, I did another stint out here. I lived in Miami. I, I was working on a project in Miami. And then I came back. Right. Do you like it here? I love it here. You do? Yeah. Well, culturally, what are some of the differences? Besides, like, the basic ones. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I love living in this part of town and it's... It there's always something. It there's a there's a good energy to it. There's always something glamorous to do. Right. Um. Like we went out for a nice brunch today, and I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. I never get bored here. Yeah. No. Socially, there's there's like always like things going on mm-hmm. here, um, and people never grow up. People still want to go out and party. Yeah, but that it's good and bad, right? Yeah. Because. I'm like, we don't need to say, or I don't say my age on the pod. Actually, I, <laughs> I say I say on the podcast that I've been legally dead for four years in Los Angeles because I am over 30. So I <laughs> legally dead here. Uh, nobody looks at you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, like, it's interesting because like everybody I feel is like in their 30s and 40s, just like still going out mm-hmm. and being wild mm-hmm. here. And People don't do that in Sydney. Everyone just turns 30 and then stays home oh really like Mm -hmm. do do people get married earlier there yeah 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 whereas i think when you're in la or you're in new york you meet loads of people who are like well into their 40s and they're still 
they're still out. They're still partying. You feel a lot less pressure here. See, but I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be out at a party when I like partying like so mm-hmm. many days a week when I'm in my 40s. I don't think I could do it. It's well, it's just around the corner. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? You just gonna creep up on you. You're just gonna wake up one day and you're gonna be 40. You think so? Yes, I just Fuck. turned 39. That's crazy. Yeah, you look I'm gonna than be 40 me. in less than a that. year. She looks younger than me. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. How's the wood? It's fine. It's actually, it's fine. It's a good uh, Chardonnay. It doesn't taste like wood. But okay, I I get like so depressed thinking about like, am I going to be like at parties in my 40s mm-hmm. and like what and not have a baby or not have a husband? I like panic. I'm panicking now. Am I being unreasonable or should no. I be panicking? <laughs> Everyone panics. I guess. People, people, you meet 20-year-olds and they're panicking, which is ridiculous. Yeah, because you have a lot more time in your 20s. But now I feel like time is going kind of faster. I don't know why. It does. Yeah. It does because it's a smaller proportion of your total life. Right. Like if you're, say, 10, 10 years old, one year is 10% of your life. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Good so it point. does it does relatively go faster yeah. as time goes on. Yeah. Um and so cuz we've talked about this a lot. I mean, let's just be honest. Uh the the men here and if if you could describe them in one word, how, what's the word you would use? There's some cute guys here. <laughs> My mind would be disappointing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, a lot of people just, you know, like, just want to have fun and they don't, they just don't want relationships. Right. Like, it's not like they even, it's not like they just don't want to get married and have kids. Like, some guys, like, literally just don't even want a girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. That's quite common. And I think I think the same goes for the women here as well. I In want a boyfriend. Cases, I, I would like to have a boyfriend. I'm putting it out there again into the universe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to manifest a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Someone gave me some bath salts the other day and told me to have them un- take a bath under a new moon and <laughs> manifest a man. Okay. That happened to me the other week. Oh, that's really? it. That's L.A. Oh, bath salts and like, no, like all those sorts of like new agey type mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think you're like more into stuff like that? Like since you've been here? I drink a lot of uh, kombucha. <laughs> like a lot. Kombu- What's a lot of kombucha? Like probably uh, like a large bottle almost every day, 500 mils. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, what, do, what, what do people drink it for? Is it like a probiotic type thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it stops you from getting thrush. <laughs> are you? Are you? Do you have a lot of opportunities to get thrush, Jillian? <laughs> well, it's good for your. It's good for your. Um, you know your. What do they call it? Your healthy bacteria. Your healthy gut, bacteria. Your gut bacteria. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on in my gut bacteria. To be honest. <laughs> well, they say you're. Um, the gut is the new brain. Like, Have you heard this thing? The what do they call them? My my 
I don't know. There's some microorganisms. Oh, something like that. Like there's these new studies where like your gut is supposed to control every single system in your entire body. Oh, and that like gut health is like the most important thing. That makes sense, though. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. So that's why you should drink a lot of kombucha and other fermented foods. I, I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, but did I tell you about how my mom went to the hospital once because she was like having like horrible body pains and they did like a full body CT scan and it turned out to just be like really bad gas. Like, <laughs> like, like, throughout her, like, I guess it was like throughout her abdominal oh cavity. Like, oh. like gas can be in like any part of your body, basically. But it, and then she just like let it out in like a giant fart. <laughs> No, I think it like had to like dissipate or something. Maybe they had to give her like some type of like antacid or something. I was with my friend's baby the other day and my friend's baby, she's four weeks old and she farts a lot. Really? Like more than normal? She was just like, I was holding her for the first time and she's like, toot, 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 toot. (laughs) And then you can get, I mean, obviously she doesn't have a problem letting it out. Right. But you can get these things for babies where it like pushes the farts out. And it made me wonder if well, they have those but you're for supposed to, Like if the baby, you're supposed to help the baby burp after you feed yes, them. Yes. And they've got this thing that, to right. help them fart as well. And I was thinking they should make that for that? adults. How do you make a baby fart? I don't know. I just saw it on Amazon because you can get these things that get their boogers out. Right, like the little, the little, yeah, and then we found this other thing that helps get the farts out. And I was thinking that could be really useful as an adult because you know how sometimes maybe you you, have one stuck in there, like you know, like you might be on your way out going on a date and you're like, I don't want it to like come out at the wrong time. So you could just let do that. Have you ever farted before you go out? No, no, I've never even farted in front of, I've never (laughs) even farted in front of a boyfriend ever. No, I don't think so. That's strange. Unless to it's me. happened in my sleep and I just haven't. You've never farted in front of a boy. Not knowingly. Yeah. I don't think so. so no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure if you did a survey, you might. I feel like I thought it was normal to fart in front of your boyfriend. I try not to. Like, do you want them to think that you don't shit? Like, yes. is that yes. what it is? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> that is weird. I've never had that issue. I date a lot of guys who were like proud of their farts. I oh, think. that's disgusting. <laughs> that's disgusting. You know when a guy if is someone... like, what's that sound? And oh, then they're like, <laughs> no, that's horrible. It's funny. Like, I can forgive. I think farts are funny. Yeah, I can forgive if it just accidentally Wait, happens. Are, like I get how... it, it's natural. Okay, because but... like in America, yeah. like farts are like considered really funny. Are farts as funny in Australia or no? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they are. They are? Okay. Maybe there's like some cultural thing there. It's like, hmm. I don't know. Where people are more scared to let it out. <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think my feeling, feelings towards farts has anything to do with the fact that I'm Australian. It could. <laughs> I don't know. I, cause I feel like in, in Britain, like they're very, they vary into like toilet humor stuff. Right. But here, if I feel like we are, but we aren't at the same time. Like we're kind of like into it, but then it's like, sometimes mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's too much, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, cause I don't know. I think people get kind of scared of that stuff. Um, <laughs> but oh yeah. So like back to like the baby thing, mm-hmm. like I just get like, so cause like the fact that you have to like help a baby burp, 
that's mm-hmm. like frightening to me like you have to help them do everything yeah you know and we've talked about this before i want to have a baby eventually mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. honestly every time i have sex i am trying uh if you are listening to this podcast <laughs> do not pay any mind to this <laughs> turn it off now no i can't um if we've had sex don't worry uh no i'm kidding uh <laughs> yeah um, I do want to be a mom. We we shared that in common. So mm-hmm. do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm planning on doing IVF with a sperm donor soon. Did you choose one? No. <laughs> I haven't yet. Know? Because I don't get to... Well, they gave me the login for the catalog, but um, I can't actually reserve the sperm until I have my appointment with my doctor. So they didn't, they don't want me to get my hopes up and pick sperm and then someone else takes it. So I just didn't bother looking. I'm just going to look when. Wait, because is there like some type of um, limitation on like only one woman can like have this well, sperm or like what, how, how does that work? That's a, that's a difference in uh, between the United States and Australia. In the United States, they do not, cap the number of families where the sperm goes to ah. so that's why if someone can have 200 brothers and oh yeah sisters, no, there was a story in the news of a couple years ago about a guy who had like 40 something kids yeah because yeah. they were all like chose his sperm yeah or something. and it's all coming out like kind of around this time where people are like 23 and me and they're like finding out that they're related to all these people is that because like it's been uh like probably since ivf has when how long have they been using ivf like i actually don't know it has to be not too it has to be more recent than not right it's probably only like the last 30 years i would assume i don't know i don't know the history of all of this but i don't feel like they were doing this like in the like 50s and 60s no they weren't doing it in the 50s and 60s and i think you know that Sperm babies are adults now. So right. once you're over 18, you can, in some cases, and the laws have changed over time, in some cases you can contact your donor dad. Uh-huh. Um, but the difference in Australia is they they restrict it to four families. Oh. So they only give the sperm to four families. And donors don't get paid to donate sperm oh so they just they're doing it out of the kindness of their heart yes <laughs> or, or narcissism they're, they're jerking off into a cup yeah like it's <laughs> kind of nice. it's it's different narcissism what well, do you mean like well, these guys are like yeah like my gonna, sperm's the best sperm yeah, so i'm maybe. gonna i'm gonna donate it and maybe. people are gonna have a superior child well they have to well a lot of them well i'm about to go through the process i haven't actually seen this but when they, um, when you choose a sperm donor, sometimes they write down why they are donating, uh-huh. and a lot of the donors I've heard are gay guys yeah. who are advocates for the right for anyone to be a parent. Okay. Um, and well, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense, and that's and then I didn't know what would motivate someone who like I, that makes sense, but if it's not that. And you're not getting paid. What is it? Well, I, I have another question because you've you've gone to these places and like you've actually looked through like they give you like a what a catalog or how does this work? They give you a catalog. It depends um, on what where you're getting the sperm from, mm-hmm. how much information they give, but um, they'll give 
uh, physical attributes, eye color, hair color, height. Um, some places will give a silhouette of the person's body. Okay. As an adult, so you can if you so you can see if they're like fat or thin or muscular. Okay. Um, a photo of the donor when they're a child, which is really misleading because you keep looking oh. at this child's photo and think, my that's child's going to look child. like that and that's a cute yeah. child. But that's not your future child. That's the, the donor dad as a child. Right. Um, so that's, that's, that's a bit weird. Some places will give um, an essay written by the dad. Wow. Um, which is a... Um, it's supposed to indicate, I guess, intellect and oh, I see personality. Is it like hand, if they're a terrible is it handwritten ever? Because you could look think, at like handwriting. I think they do give some places like, do give like handwriting. You can see if like yeah. someone is like psychotic through their handwriting. I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Yeah, I think they <laughs> might give handwriting samples. Well, okay, what about like mental health stuff? Like, yep. are people limited from doing this? Like, uh, if they have certain illnesses or mental health issues, or how does yes, that work? Yes, they do get screened for um, genetic conditions. And now, not all genetic conditions mean you can't be a donor because right. you just might have a condition that will get passed on, but it's not actually dangerous. Yeah, um, but they will let you know if you have that condition if the donor has that condition um family history of diseases but they just take the donor's word for it like they're not if they if they say oh there's been no heart disease in my family they're not going to go and check yeah their relatives are they yeah so it's just they're they're just taking their word for it wow i mean you get more information than you would get from someone on a one-night stand Absolutely. I mean, you know, one night, I actually haven't had very many one night stands in my life, but um, it usually ends up being at least two to three nights. But (laughs) (laughs) no, I, you know, that's interesting. Like, I've never really had a guy, this is not a a brag, but I've never slept with a guy and him not wanted to see me again. Yeah, he he wants to come back for more. Yeah, exactly. But I have shut it down on a couple of them. But anyway, that's not the point. The point is, I so I would be, I don't know. So what are you exactly looking for it, when you're doing this? Like, mm. what do you want ideally? Well, my priority is... Um, going to be intelligence because uh-huh. I don't want a dumb kid. <laughs> yeah, but also, do you really believe that intelligence is totally genetic? Because I don't. I know. I'm, I'm way smarter than both of my yeah. parents. Well, <laughs> so, I I really believe that. Totally. And the other thing is, like, the way that I'm, like, just because someone's a brain surgeon or an astronaut. Yeah, they they went to school and got educated in that field, but yeah. they could still be not that intelligent. And likewise, someone who's has maybe well, a there's different, different there's different types yeah, of intelligence yeah. too. Because you can their occupation is what I'm using to um, to indicate the donor's intelligence, but what maybe that's not right. What do you do Well, you I was just going to go for someone that was like a doctor? a doctor or something. Yeah. Do doctors donate their sperm? I hope so. Because <laughs> that's what I'm looking out for. Okay. I mean, 
Yeah. And so, but I mean, I'm only going to, because in Australia it's much more limited, I'm only going to have a choice of about 30 or 40 people. Whereas in the United States, I'd have a choice um, from thousands. Mm, thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever just like considered like asking a guy for his sperm? Uh, it gets complicated. Right. Yeah. It gets complicated because um, you haven't legally and emotionally define that relationship yeah and it could get really complicated afterwards well when you do when you use a sperm donor in the u.s like how does that work do they like basically sign away like there's no there's going to be no parental rights or anything right correct and they they they'll have no knowledge of this usually if there's a child hmm i actually do not know if they get told i don't think they do and it might be different in the u.s and australia i don't know if they get told how many live births have come out of their sperm like i don't know if that information gets back to them it might not wow this is crazy yeah because i know like comedians who like donate sperm for money Okay. And I'm just, and I like think about it. I'm like, I would never want to have a child with yeah. them. Like, anyway. <laughs> I'm like, ew. Like, you? Yeah. And the law changes all the time. So now um, the child has, they, they, the child can contact the donor when they turn 18. Right. And that's, that's legally the case in Australia and that's mandatory. In the United States, I think it's, has recently become mandatory because it's considered to be better for the mental health of the child if they can discover their roots Mm. like not knowing where you come from can be really unsettling for people i guess so i mean but also i think knowing where you come from can be equally unsettling (laughs) because like i think my parents were only dating for like two or three months before she got pregnant with me isn't that fucking insane yeah hi mom no she doesn't know how to listen to a podcast but um (laughs) i think about that and i'm just like what the fuck is the matter like i'm i literally exist because she was like like horny and like didn't make my dad wear a condom i I think that's insane (laughs) do you ever think about that (laughs) i mean your parents were married before right they were married they got married after uh four months of knowing each other though or engaged they got engaged really quickly can't even imagine yeah it was also you know different time can't even imagine i go months in between seeing a guy that i hook up with sometimes it's like like, it's crazy yeah you could have had a baby in that time i would love to yeah yeah maybe next time just Uh, hang on to them closely (laughs) (laughs) oh like wrap my wrap my legs around him yeah no i'm actually i'm a big advocate for the pull out method um (laughs) which works honestly i mean i don't know i've only had sex with one person the last like year and a half Mm-hmm. you know so i'm really not like out there like looking for mm-hmm. random sex you know so virtuous is that virtuous? <laughs> <laughs> yeah just just one one dick for me you know that's all i need uh <laughs> no i'm super horny um <laughs> one dick heather tragedy 
no i was like i'm always like super horny well because we talked about you, you oh yeah my, yeah yeah what my my calcite is that what we're gonna talk about <laughs> i have an orange calcite oh, crystal we went to drew can i tell these stories yeah, we yeah. went to drew lake and heather's just telling us again reminding us how horny she is all the time <laughs> all the time yeah. and then how also how heavy her handbag is i think <laughs> i picked up her handbag and realized it was really heavy and she's got two giant rocks in it one of them is a calcite crystal yeah an orange which, calcite orange calcite which apparently makes you really horny yeah so i'm not surprised well it stimulates you mentally and sexually okay well you had a really big rock in your <laughs> <laughs> i did i did yeah so i yeah i do a lot I, of sexual energy i'm guilty well you know it's interesting because i'm also like i take antidepressants now mm-hmm. and i feel even more horny after taking them that i have ever before in my entire life and that is not normal (laughs) right like because usually people who take antidepressants have like no sex drive it's the opposite for me i wonder if it's different for men and women yeah i think men are the ones who like they have like a lower libido if they're on them but i think maybe i'm hornier because i'm not depressed does that make any sense? Oh, yeah. That totally yeah. makes sense. <laughs> but even when I'm depressed, I'm still really horny. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't get it. Um, if you're a scientist, write in and explain. Um, uh, <laughs> Um, Yeah. So, okay. So you're, what is your timeline on this? Like, when do you want to have a baby? Bye. Well, I'm going to, I'm trying to be very strategic because I'm going back to school. Right. Uh, as you know, I'm starting in March and then the Australian school year ends in October. Okay. And so I'm basically going to try to work it so that I give birth over summer break, which sounds very controlling, but you know, that's, uh, that's what I'm doing. Wait, so you're, okay. So basically you would, you mean you would want to have the baby sometime in like December, December January, January or February. Oh, okay. Okay. Ideally. You should aim for January. Late January. Why do you February. Say oh, Aquarius. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm biased. Yeah. We're both Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But my sister's an Aquarius too. My mom actually, like she said, like she was so excited when she knew we were both Aquarians. That's nice. I know. She's I a like Scorpio. Aquarius. Uh, <laughs> she's a Scorpio. Um, yeah, me too. Um, okay. So then that's your timeline. Mm -hmm. And then in this art program you're going to be Mm -hmm. doing, like, what is your um, focus going to be? Like, how is it? Is this an MFA program? Like, it's a BFA. So I'm in there with all the kids. Kids? Yeah. Oh, you mean it's going to be people like in kind of like an undergraduate program? It's an undergraduate program, but it's going to, well, at this particular school, it's roughly half people straight out of high school mm-hmm. and then the other half are corporate burnouts like me oh really yeah okay yeah um so it's a bit of a mix yeah because i think a lot of people like around like late 30s early 40s like can end up like having like a career change mm-hmm. you know i've thought i'm thinking about going to law school still like i don't know <laughs> I have no idea what i'm doing in life i'm just like i should just go to law school but I don't know. I I already work in law, but who knows? Um, 
Yeah. So what can you tell a little bit about what you were doing before? Yeah, I was working in advertising and then I just quit. You just quit? Yeah. I had my last day of work a year ago. So. Have you, wait, how long have you been working in advertising? Though? About Your 50, whole yeah, my whole career. career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so how did you start? Like, what did you start doing? Uh, I, I interned at college. I had I did an internship at Publicis in New York and I thought I was like some high powered intern. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh and then yeah, I just like got out of I didn't re- I I wish I knew what I was getting into. I think it's I think it's really hard when you ask like an 18, 19 year old to choose what the rest of their life is going to be. Oh yeah. And you have no idea about the industry at all and then you just make this decision and then you feel stuck. Because you just want to keep earning more and more money. Oh, yeah. I mean, that could be in any career. But also in like in advertising, like the money levels are like crazy, right? Yeah, they start low and then they they go up and go up exponentially. Exponentially? Okay. (laughs) But Yeah. Yeah, but you know, that's all over for me now. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. did you find it like kind of like unfulfilling eventually or like <clears throat> Yes. And I mean, I'm do you watch Mad Men? Yeah. Like I I basically you, you know Pete Campbell? Yes. I was Pete Campbell. You were Pete Campbell? Yeah. So it's like, you know, kind of not really you the exciting. Oh, wait, no, he didn't murder You know, someone. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't Donald Draper. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was Pete Campbell. Right. Yeah, I was the account person. Mm. So um, it can be like, listen, I had some fun times. I think definitely, um, you know, as far as corporate jobs go, it's probably one of the more fun options. Right. Um, But the industry is changing a lot. It's just becoming increasingly more corporate. Um, So, you know, and... I had a good 15 years and I bought a house and Where? now I quit in Australia. Oh, in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not in LA. Wait, yeah. is it is someone living in it? Yeah, I've got tenants. Oh, you have, oh, you people yeah. are like renting it. Yeah. Okay, well that's good. Yeah, one day I might live in it. Right now I can't afford to live in my own house cuz the, the the mortgage, mortgage is high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the tenants mm-hmm. have to have to uh pay the pay the mortgage but i'm gonna live with my parents yeah yeah so that should be interesting yeah i would love to buy a property well they're saying the real estate market is gonna crash soon yeah yeah that's right we're headed for another recession who knows though apparently Appar- so. it could happen any second mm-hmm. yeah well i'm not making any money anyway so what? it suits me <laughs> yeah yeah huh. yeah Wow. Well, God. Wait, you're going to live with your parents when you go back? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that going to be like? Do you... <laughs> Wait, do they still live in the house you grew up in? No, no. Well, they uh, downsized and live in an apartment in like pretty close to the city center. So I um, I can't complain really because it's pretty close to school. Um, but yeah. 
Hmm. Yeah, I've never been, been to Australia, but obviously I'm going to have to go. Yay. I was get like, yeah, my idea of Australia is so weird sometimes. I like am baffled by the idea that there's like buildings down there. <laughs> I'm like, what does it look like? like red sand and rock. Yeah, I'm like, what does it look like? But it's like real. It's like a city. It's a real city. It's big or no? Or how many million people live there? Twenty million in the whole country. Oh, 20 million in yeah. all of Australia. Mm-hmm. But how many is Sydney the most populous? Mm-hmm. Or, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so Sydney, Sydney's the biggest city. Is it kind of like LA or or what does it feel like? Hmm. There are a lot of similarities with LA. Yeah. Probably LA is the most Australian of all the US cities. Probably. It's are, just, is it like, because you know in LA there's, well, you can... You can go to the beach yes. here, but yeah. then you can all, there's also like mountains. Are there mountains in Australia? There are mountains. <laughs> They're not super close to the city, but okay. there are mountains. You know, you drive a couple of hours outside of the city. It doesn't look like LA. Like LA right. looks more like it's surrounded by hills and mountains. Sydney does not look like that. It's like more flat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you'll like it. Okay. I can't wait to visit. <laughs> is it like, a, but is it like, is it surrounded more like by desert? There's desert in the middle. In the middle of what? The Australia. country. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. In the middle, it's like those typical landscapes that you see where it's the red earth. Right. And the rocks and that sort of thing. And then Sydney's very beachy. The weather is uh, tropical, so rain a lot. It can mm-hmm. get it can get really muggy, and then it'll, and then it'll rain in the afternoon. Um, and Melbourne's a more Mediterranean, drier climate. Mediterranean, okay, mm-hmm. like uh, like Italy. We were in Italy yeah. over the summer. Yeah, like Italy. Do you remember that when you burned my face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jillian sorry. burned my face with I'm a sorry, curling iron. But you iron. took it so well. I had to. You took <laughs> it so well. I mean, Dory commented. She's like, "Well, you couldn't have done it to a better person, really, because <laughs> anyone else would have killed you." Oh, really? Yeah. yeah I don't know. Th- thank yeah, you that for was being a lot so of fun. understanding. We were. Uh, we went to yeah. Europe up for uh mm-hmm. angie's wedding our friend angie's wedding mm-hmm. and uh it was nice you know mm-hmm. we went to what was that city we went to we went to perugia mm-hmm. uh, which is where amanda knox yes. was accused of murder yes and and wasn't she in italy at yes. the same time doing it she tour was there while we were there Isn't on like prisoner weird? rights or something like that something about like yeah like like rights of people who have been like wrongly incarcerated mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. like honestly was she wrongly incarcerated <laughs> yeah. i don't know there's something suspicious about her like did you know that she was she had a GoFundMe for her wedding like recently yes like a crowd she was like crowdfunding her wedding yeah wow i wonder did anyone contribute to that i think so yeah like people i guess she's got a lot of people that um support her like even strangers like support her and want her to have a good life okay and so maybe it's possible that she could have raised a lot of money from strangers i'm sure but I yeah, would never I'd, I would never crowdfund like anything unless it's like a funeral. Like I, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean I crowdfunding just, is so weird now. I just want to keep low if I was her and just be as private as possible. Yeah, personally. that's true. If you were accused of Yeah, I wouldn't be trying to a murder. Leverage that, <laughs> yeah, that I would definitely like be like off the map if that happened, mm-hmm. but I guess she's not she's out there. Um 
yeah what else did we do that we went wine tasting that was fun we didn't meet any men the fuck was that (laughs) there was like no men at the wedding like no like there weren't any men at the wedding. There yeah. was only the photographer. So rude. And there's always the photographer, the photographer. at every wedding that, well, like, that everyone you know, wants like, to like. Oh, there's like waiters yeah. and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, there were some waiters. There was a cute yeah. one. There was a cute waiter. Yeah, Heidi. Heidi was giving a few waiters the eye. <laughs> I saw her. Yeah. But yeah. Oh, like sexually, had, the trip was disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I, I drank so much wine that I just couldn't be bothered. <laughs> yeah wait where else in europe did you go i was in italy um a week prior uh-huh. and i was with my friend francesco who's italian mm-hmm. and um and we went around the area uh went to a few different towns drank wine had lunch went to the hot springs amazing hot springs where are the hot springs uh in tuscany oh i didn't just I didn't in, know that yeah amazing amazing yeah, I really want to go back there. I think it'd be mm-hmm. a nice place to go back to. Except I'll never go back. Do you, have you been to Rome? Mm-hmm. Horrible. Worst city in the world. <laughs> I like it. I like Terrible. it. Terrible. But like the men are disgusting. You weren't getting like grabbed and harassed there. You know what? I, I, I lived in London a few years ago and men paid zero attention to me really zero attention i just like think that was i just felt so unattractive and i used to get upset about it all the time that whole time that i lived in london and then i would occasionally go to italy for a weekend or something because i had my friend francesco that was living there and men would flirt with me and i was like thank god oh yeah because i was just getting like no attention from men the whole time i was in london so i was there and and they'd be like Chapella. I'd be like, oh, hi. Have you been to Paris? Yes. I I got the most male attention of my life there, <laughs> I would say. And they can be pretty aggressive. I'd say in Italy they were more aggressive. Yeah, they can They can be. Well, well, there's one guy in Paris who, like, I let him finger me. And then, like, he, like, he acted like we were going to, like, do more. And I was like, no, that's it. We're done. You know, just because yeah. I let you finger me doesn't mean we're going to do other things, you know? Yeah. Well, we were, <laughs> my sister and I spent New Year's in Paris and then when it, when it turned midnight, because we're used to Sydney where there's fireworks, but in Paris at midnight, the tradition is for men just to grab you. No, yeah, I've never try, heard of that. And try to stick their tongues down your throat. Like French throat, kiss yeah. you? Yeah, they just like, and my sister and I were just standing there and then all of a sudden these boys, and they were young, just started like grabbing us and trying to kiss us and we're just sort of like, just trying to get away from them. It yeah, was, that's, that's pretty it was shady. Weird. <laughs> it was weird. That's it was sexual like, assault. Where are like, the fireworks? Yeah, well, like in yeah. Rome, I went to a bar there for like a happy hour and I was drinking some spritzes, of course. And uh, <laughs> this the bartender kept trying to like kiss me and stuff. And I was just like, what the fuck is the matter with you? And he wasn't like the only person working in there either. <laughs> it was like so weird. Yeah. Have you been to Brazil? No. I. Oh, that, that's that like. That sounds an, horrible. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be walking down the street and a guy. I would just like not say anything to, to, to you and just start holding your hand what? and just start walking with you with, and you're like, what is going on? That and then so if you're weird. in a club, yeah, they won't say anything to you yeah, and they'll just like walk up to you and then just like start kissing you. No, that's not good. <laughs> 
That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't even, there's no like, hi. It's just like, boom. The equivalent of that in the United States. Have you ever gone to an arcade here? No. Okay. When I was a teenager, (laughs) when I was a teenager, we used to go to the arcade in the mall. Yeah. And one time a guy just like gave me a bunch of tokens. (laughs) he didn't say anything and he just gave me a bunch of tokens my friend was like oh he likes you and i was like oh that's nice i know and he just walked away and let let me go (laughs) isn't isn't that sweet that's really sweet i don't know who he was but so he gave you just gave you the tokens and then walked away yeah he just gave me tokens that's really cute yeah i was uh 16 how old was he Probably the 45. Same age. No, it was, all, it was all like teenagers in there. But yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like last night I was in a bar and this guy tried to talk to me, but he was so fucking drunk and I was so fucking annoyed and disgusted by him. Like he almost like fell on me. I'm not, I'm not even making this up. It was so unattractive. He was like good looking, but he was like so wasted. And I was and just then he, like, and then he fell on you. Did you take advantage of that? No, <laughs> I wasn't interested in him. He was too drunk. He, it would have been yeah. If he wasn't that fucked up, I it would have been more yeah interesting, you know. But like he kept like slurring, and I was just like, I have no idea what you're saying. Mm. I kept saying, I was like, I don't understand you. Mm. <laughs> so that was my wild night out last night where a man fell on you yeah a man fell on me that, did he give you any tokens no I, I and i i just me just one dick heather just still one, still dick one heather? Dick. <laughs> <laughs> you know i think everybody thinks i'm like really wild and like fucking mm-hmm. all these guys mm-hmm. i think people get that impression from like you don't see my twitter but like mm-hmm. angie told me like if people read my twitter they're gonna think i'm like fucking like so many people i'm like oh that's not the case yeah like, yeah you're a good girl i am <laughs> Maybe the guy with the one dick that I have sex with is listening and he should he should appreciate me more. I think so. <sighs> we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, God knows. Okay. What other highlights have we... Uh, mm. What else have we done? We went to Palm Springs. That was fun. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was just... It was kind of a random trip to palm springs Random, unexpected oh wait we've been there twice because we went there oh, for we went angie's to the bachelorette, party. bachelorette oh, and that's where remember the guy in the cowboy hat oh yeah <laughs> yeah he was weird and remember that guy that like removed mm-hmm. Ange from her seat mm-hmm. like picked her up and moved her that yeah was we were horrible. sitting at the bar and this yeah this old psycho guy oh. like literally like pushed her off of a bar stool because it was his seat. Yeah, and apparently. he and no, he was like, I'm saving this for someone. He was disgusting. He it was, was it disgusting. all happened in like slow motion because we're like, What are you doing? Yeah. But I th- didn't the bar buy us a round of drinks? They would just well they yeah, I think they didn't want to throw they didn't want to go so far as to throw him out, but they were just everyone was just I think just a bit shocked. They, yeah, because it's like crazy. I've never seen that before. No, like what happened to the days where men tried to like impress you and they said hi and then they <laughs> offered to buy you a drink? Like, I don't know. Like my dad, <laughs> my dad said that to me once. He's like, what do you mean? Like when you go out to bars, like men don't say, can I buy you a drink? And I'm like, not really. Like I think that's what people did in the 70s. 
I f- no, I feel like people were doing that like 10 years ago. But and the, like what ha- what's happening now? I don't know. I feel like net more. I think you know what I think is part of it is like cuz when a guy offers to buy you a drink, it it, it you're you have to make this choice of whether or not cuz he's going to want to talk to you. Then you got to have to talk to you, yeah. And then it's basically like Angie describes it as like it's basically a dick in a glass. <laughs> like a, <laughs> like he's like basically like, "Hey, you know?" <laughs> And I would rather buy my own drinks than have, a than have to talk to a guy I don't want to speak to. But with. if you're attracted to him, you'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, it's different. But Give me so, your dick in a glass. Right, exactly. But um, mm. yeah, I don't know. I had this incident when I was in a club and this guy who I was not looking at at all came up to me and, he's, and he said this. He like looked at me and in front of all my friends, he said, was it just me or have you been giving me eyes? No, he said, no, he said, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, you have been giving me eyes all night long. Oh and I'm just saying, oh my God, I wasn't looking at you at all. I have no <laughs> Were idea. Were you like looking past him? You, you were like looking at, like, is that yeah, art I'm, on I'm the like, wall? Swear, oh, I was just, not like, look looking at, at him. <laughs> and I was so shocked. And my friends had obviously cracking up laughing because he was like hideous right and i was like oh my god how do i get out of this mm-hmm. i know I, I think i gave him a fake number or something just to make you've him done go that? away yeah guys are crazy now like if you give them your number oh, they'll call it yeah they'll be like they'll call oh, it. Okay, oh. i'm calling you yeah, they're like oh <laughs> let me just call it to make sure you haven't given me a fake number right. yeah exactly but but I do give out my real number, but I, I'll, I'll block. I'll immediately block numbers if I have to, you know. Just yeah. block. <laughs> People are probably listening to us thinking you two are assholes. Oh my, that, like, no wonder you're like, single. Stuck up bitches. So <laughs> it's done. It's like trash talk. No, I, I what I really think it comes down to is that like women are kind of like tired, you know, and I think we're both like tired of like bullshit, you know. Yeah. Like the guy who, with the one dick who, who I've had in, in the last year, we should just be married. Like, yeah. I, like, it's like so ridiculous. We don't hate guys. We're just telling the funny stories. No, I the, love men. The ones that I love them. we haven't had good encounters with. Yeah. But we don't hate all guys. No, I actually, I actually well, see, love I a lot of guys. People, like, call, like my sister like called me a man hater. Yeah. It's a long story, no, but you, anyway, yeah. I'm not a man hater. I love men. Like I, ha- I'm attracted to men. I have sex with men. A lot of my best friends are men, mm-hmm. but like some men are just like poorly behaved, mm-hmm. and then it kind of like spoils it for the whole lot of them. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Like it just makes everyone look bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of these guys need to get together. Mm-hmm. Like 2020 is weird right now for men. It's confusing. It doesn't people, make any sense. Yeah, people are confused. They are. <laughs> is that what it is? People are confused. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's related to like social media stuff too. You know. Yeah, and even nice guys that I know as, have asked me, "Oh, they've sort of questioned their past behavior and have like you know when it comes to like consent and things like that and like the, the, uh-huh. like I had this one guy ask me oh one time I just like I was on a date with a girl and then oh, I no. just like grabbed her and like kissed her and I thought it was really romantic and now I look back and th- wonder if that was wrong oh that's not 
a yeah. bad thing. Yeah, I mean, like, so I like, can think of much worse things that happened to me yeah. where I'm like, oh, that was, like, totally questionable, mm. you know? Like, guys, like, basically, like, coercing me to have sex with them. And I just, like, did it because, like, okay, once I do this, I can just leave. Or, like, <laughs> there uh. was, like, there was this French guy who, like, I, I've told this Back story to before. The well, yeah, no, but this is this is right after college. This was, like, 10 years ago where um, a friend, a close friend of mine, um, um, from Colorado she set me up on a date with this French guy who I guess like he liked me or whatever and we went on a date and then I went back to his place and like I was just like okay we're just gonna make out or whatever and he like went down on me and I hated it it was horrible <laughs> and so I like I basically like faked it and was like okay gotta go and then the next day he apparently told my friend that I was rude because because he said oh I I made Heather come and she didn't return the favor. Like first oh of God. all, first of all, you did not make me come. Second of all, he why chose to do just, that? No, just because <laughs> you did something to me doesn't mean that I'm obligated to do that to you. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? Like, because you like that's not what consent is about. Like, so I don't have to. I didn't mm-hmm. have to do shit. Mm-hmm. Like this idea that I I owe you something. Yeah. Like that's fucking stupid. Yeah. I hate that. You know. There was a young woman woman that I was working with and she's made this comment oh I didn't let men pay for my dinner when we go on dates because then it means I have to sleep with them oh my and we god were like, what? That, that's what? that's crazy and then there was like our like the head of our department who's you don't man need to do shit. was just like you've got to be joking you've got to be joking and like that's sort of I buy people all the dinner all the time doesn't mean I want to sleep with them yeah you know well, like I mean, sometimes can- I just like, you know, want to treat them. No, but you know, there like- really are like assholes out there. Like I saw this thing post, a girl posted this in um, a Facebook group I'm in where I guess a guy like texted her a picture of a receipt after they went on a dinner date. And he goes, hey, because she said they hadn't talked in a few days and she wasn't sure if she liked him. And he texted her and he was like, hey, I'm not sure why you're not talking to me right now. I thought we had a great connection blah 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 um here's a picture of the receipt uh from dinner and it wasn't even like that expensive it was like 112 dollars so he wanted like a refund and his tip was shitty too no 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 i don't know if he was like asking like for, Can you bend my fifty percent? No, I think he was trying to be like, "Oh, I invested this into you." That's disgusting. Like you know, so like he like feels entitled to something. That's I disgusting. think that's so fucking gross. Like to me, like some of the the best guys I've ever dated, like because I feel like a lot, like when a man's a man, I feel like they kind of like take pride in providing for a woman and they kind of like, they enjoy that, like treating a woman to something. Mm -hmm. And those are the types of guys I like when a guy does that. And he thinks that he's owed something. It's fucking insane. Mm. Cause like, there's even guys who I'm not having sex with and we're just friends and they'll like Mm -hmm. treat the women, you know? And to me, that's like more, um, polite and gentleman like you know like you don't have to have this whole like oh well because i paid for this like i get to be inside your pussy like it's, it's like what the fuck like i hate that yeah it's well, so crazy i think maybe online dating maybe it's terrible they, i deleted well, it 
Maybe they've been out with I, – I tell my – I have similar conversations with my guy friends and I say to them, listen, if you're going out with a nice woman, yeah. she's not going to take advantage of you. Right. You know, like when I'm dating someone, if they treat me like I'll grab the next – you know what I mean? Well, like I never uh, yeah, really. I mean, if you're if you're a date, but maybe I would there say are after like once you're like established dating, I have no problem like taking turns paying for stuff. Like a date I went on recently, like we went to a concert and I I invited the guy, so I bought the tickets, and then when we were on the date, he like paid for the drinks and stuff. Yeah. Which I think is like, yeah. that makes sense. Totally. Right? Totally. Yeah, I guess, I, I think there are some women out there that do probably just try to like... Get go, free shit. Get free shit. Yeah. And like maybe some of these guys that are like getting a little bit annoyed and they're... Sure. Sending receipts. Maybe they have been taken maybe. advantage on by women and that's why they've been a bit burnt. I'm just, yeah. Well, the worst date I went on, I told you about this where a guy asked me on a date and we went to get drinks, right? And I get to the bar and he goes, do you want a drink? I'm like, yeah. And I just figured we would go up to the bar and he would like, you know, pay for it, right? Am I am I making the wrong assumption? So we're at the bar and the bartender looks at me and, I, and, I, and I'm like, and I order my drink. He gives me the drink. And the bartender's like, he looks at my date. He's looking at the guy. He's like, okay. And the, and the guy's like, and the bartender's like, do you have a tab open? And the guy goes, oh, no, I already closed it. And I'm like, what? Like, we like we just got here. Like, he had already gotten a beer and closed his tab. Oh, like he just got one beer. Yeah, so he got so- one beer. I get there. He doesn't. He closed his tab. I get there. And then I'm like. Okay, and then I like gave the bartender my card. He mustn't have had any money. That's I don't one. know. And he was, like, I scared. have no idea. I have no idea. Like, no, there's more to the story. Okay, so like we had one drink, and I was getting. I was like, okay, like what am I gonna do? Like, and then and then he goes, "Do you want another drink? It's time for a second drink." Like, we go up to the bar. I'm like, oh, he's gonna pay for this one, right? <laughs> and we go up, and I order, and then he orders. And the bartender looks at the guy again because the bartender's expecting him to pay because he's the man, okay? And he goes, oh, no, I closed my tab. And then I put those drinks on my card. He, like, basically tricked me into buying him a drink. <laughs> and, and that's the point we... That's the point where maybe he was maybe he does this all the time and that's how he gets it's like, weird right but I confronted him about it at the table I was like do you just so, go on dates no to and get I was like do you drinks? do you ask women on dates to purposely like get free drinks or like not buy them a drink because I've never been on a date in my entire life where a man did not pay on the first date like I think that's like so standard if if I think the person doing the asking pays right I think that is the most legit rule whoever in Bites, Whoever pays. asks pays. Yes. I don't think. I don't think today we can really get away with it defaults to the man, regardless, because it does. Well, I mean, that people get I guess really I'm just upset saying by that because that. I, I, I usually don't do the asking. Right, but <laughs> I you usually might. just go on a date. A guy asks me. Yeah, but yeah, like if you invite someone, you invite them. You know, like it's an invitation. Yes, you're suppo- If you're asking, yeah. then you're supposed to pay, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I was like, so 
I was like, so you, I didn't know I was going on a date that I had to pay for. I, I, I said that. <laughs> but and did he, he goes, invite you? He, he invited, he invited you. Okay. And, and he goes, well, is that what you're looking for? Just a guy who pays up for everything? And I'm like, no, but it's standard etiquette for someone asking a woman on a date to pay for the date mm-hmm. you know and he just like looked at me like i was fucking insane later i found out that he was uh he lied about his age too right yeah because i he he somehow found me on instagram even though he didn't know my last name isn't that crazy i think he like mm. i think he t- typed my phone number into facebook and found my name that way um mm. yeah i know and then so he was like watching my instagram stories after our bad date because we went to a second location and at that location he paid out of guilt or whatever and then eventually i was just like looking at him and there was a band playing in the other room and i was like you know what i kind of just want to see the band myself and <laughs> and then i <laughs> and then i just asked i told him i was like you know i'd like to be left alone now i said that to him you're looking yeah. at me like I'm insane. <laughs> like that's a crazy thing. I said I'd like to be left alone now, and and then like he like, he kept being like, uh, well, do you want to say bye? Like like what? Come outside and kiss you or whatever. I'm not gonna fucking kiss you. I don't like you. You know, <laughs> like straight up, I don't like I'd you. Like to be left alone now. I know that's. I he probably was like really crushed. He probably didn't understand. He probably like this probably works for him all the time. Oh but my god, it did not work for me yeah yeah so i never want to see you again stop stalking me yeah. okay uh, <laughs> oh my gosh yeah isn't that have, crazy have, so you've never asked a guy out on a date and like no i've asked out guys out and, and, and I, I, had, I think like probably no two of two serious boyfriends i've asked out okay but one of them like it kind of was like we were friends at first and then it just started like turned into like oh we're hanging out alone all the time and it was eventually like oh yeah we're dating <laughs> like it wasn't like mm-hmm. asking him out and on so a date. it's like oh do you want to do something but that's what you would have done anyway yeah 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 and then another guy i asked out years ago i just like gave him my phone number and he called me and then i don't even remember what our first date was mm-hmm. it was so long ago this was like in 2007 or <laughs> you know forever ago <laughs> i know that sounds it sounds recent way back not. in 2000 <laughs> 2007 no that was what? a long time ago i thought you said 2017 no, oh no 2007, 2007. Was, that was a long time ago it was yeah a really long time uh, ago. i dated that guy for like three years right i asked him out that's why i think it doesn't work out if you ask a guy i don't i'm not sure <laughs> The one dick guy asked me out. Okay. Well, yeah. that's... Sort of- <laughs> but we've been... Well, I guess, I mean, we've dated twice now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time was in 2013. Mm-hmm. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Hello. Get it together. Are you listening? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my life story. Um, I mean, are you are you going to still try to date or no? What do you think? Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, like obviously it's gonna. I'm gonna have to take a little break from those things. Um, when I uh, am very pregnant, and you know, when the baby's still a baby. Yeah. But yeah, eventually, I I don't. I still want to date and uh, you know have romance and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. 
I think it's um, unrealistic to just think that a baby's going to make me completely, you know, satisfied and like happy. You know, like I still need that. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. And um, yeah, dating, dating's different. Dating's very different when you're not looking for someone to be the father of your child. That's true. That's true. You know, it, it's it's kind of it, it's just it, it it can be very different because you don't need you can just date someone because they're really fun, <laughs> right? But you, you know, because like, you, you don't you're not gonna like really. They don't need to be, be a good provider. For they don't need like to like you know like for such a long time I was dating and looking for someone who's going to be everything. I want them to be. I want to be attracted to them. I want them to be a good lover. I want them to have a good job. I want them to be a good p- provider. I want oh, yeah. them to be intelligent. No. Yeah. I want to I want to make sure that they're emotionally sound. I want to make sure that they're, you know, like all of these things. Well, part of dating, I feel like, is as you get older, is like you have to like concede certain things. Like, because yeah. I think when you're young, you're like, oh, I'm going to find this like amazing man who's wealthy and is nice and treats mm-hmm. me well and he has no problems and he doesn't have a drinking problem. And yeah. <laughs> it's really hard. Does, yeah, but like, you ha- like, I think part of like actually like loving someone mm-hmm. unconditionally is about accepting all of their flaws. Like, you yeah. know, like it's ex- it's accepting this person like for their like their mood swings and their like mm-hmm. instability. And you sometimes. probably don't like nobody's perfect anyway. Yeah, and when you're in the throes of love, you don't even really see those flaws, like not a, not in, not initially anyway. Right. Um. But I don't know. Like I don't know what's gonna what it's gonna be like. I hope I can keep dating. Um. And you know, pressure's off in a in a way. Yeah. Because um, I'm not looking for someone to be everything. I've compartmentalized things. Okay. Which is kind of. There was a moment when I realized I I had done that. Like I'd completely separated the father part from the lover part, and just made them two separate things two separate entities, and then that yeah. was that yeah it was kind of weird but definitely um yeah a moment where i was just like oh yeah I, i've done that in my in my mind wow this is really deep uh, <laughs> <laughs> like honestly could you did you imagine earlier today steven dorf staring at us across <laughs> from Staring at us with his wrinkly little face. Yeah. (laughs) All the way to this very deep conversation. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Yeah, Uh, he's definitely (laughs) checking us out. Was he? I didn't know. No. He was just weird, right? (laughs) He knew that we knew who he was. Oh, completely. But he's not even that famous, so. No, I like got him mixed up with With like. who? With that, I was like, remember, I was like, wasn't he married to like Uma? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, like, yeah. No. Yeah. I couldn't even remember all the movies that he'd been in. Oh, but we also remember today, we also confirmed that um, Benicio Del Toro and Scarlett Johansson had sex at the Showtime yes. Vermont in the elevator. Yes. And we were very jealous. God bless him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> wow, I feel pretty good about this. What do you think? Yeah. Um, do you want to plug your art Instagram? Oh, yes, please. Okay. So now Tell that I are uh, no longer working advertising and uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to, I'm going to have to live off my art, which is really scary. So please follow me on Instagram at Jillian Nolte. That's J-I-L-L-I-A-N-N-A-L-T-Y, Jillian Nolte. And then follow my art. And uh, if you like what you see, DM me and I'll sell it to you. Oh, great. <laughs> yes. You know, you have some really nice art. And I, yeah. you had an art, a show in, mm-hmm. in LA a couple months ago that mm-hmm. was really fun. So, yeah. And I support art. I love art. Everybody knows that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then as far as me, uh, so I'm going to be in Portland uh at the end of the week i think this is gonna go up on wednesday so let me just like say what shows i have uh it's on my calendar (laughs) so if you're in portland uh so on thursday february 27th i'm on cruise control uh and for the birds and then on friday night i'm at owl's den and then what's the other show i'm doing two shows that night what the fuck is it called tanks for coming I don't know what that means. (laughs) It's called Tanks for Coming. It's a late show at 11 p.m. Then on Saturday, uh, February 29th, I'm on Becky with the Good Jokes at Funhouse Lounge. Then I'm at Owl's Den again. And then on Sunday, March 1st, I'm on Comedy is Everything at the Alberta Street Pub. Uh, So those are my shows for now and then i think the following week i'll be hosting chatterbox comedy night chatterbox comedy night every sunday night in covina um and then uh follow me on instagram and twitter at fixter heather um so i guess we did it thank you thanks for having me on the show thank you for being on and being honest (laughs) oh okay say bye 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 bye